Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. The FTC is considering appealing the ruling in the Microsoft and Activision Blizzard case. For July 13th, 2023, this is Let's Play Daily Gaming News. Hey, what's going on? My name's Nate Bender, and welcome to Let's Play, a daily gaming news podcast where we run down everything you need to know from the gaming world in about five minutes. Coming up, we'll check in with UK regulators to see how the merger is going across the pond. And a foundation study discovered that consumers can't legally access almost 90% of classic games. Late Tuesday night after the Federal Trade Commission lost its legal battle with Microsoft, Bloomberg sat down with a source familiar with the case and found that the FTC is considering appealing the decision. However, no final decision to appeal the case has been made. It's also unclear if the FTC has enough time to file an appeal before Microsoft and Activision Blizzard finalize this merger on July 18th. Bloomberg also sat down with Robert Land, professor at the University of Baltimore School of Law, to get a better legal understanding on how the FTC could appeal this decision. Land criticizes Judge Jacqueline Scott Corley's decision, saying that he believes, quote, the judge evaluated the case using the wrong standard, with Land pointing out that the antitrust laws only require the FTC to show that mergers may cause substantially less competition, not that the merger will or is likely to cause a lessening of competition, which is actually a pretty strong case for an appeal given the full context of the antitrust laws. However, appealing Corley's decision could cause one of two things to happen. First, an appeal could force Microsoft to abandon this deal outright, leading to Activision Blizzard receiving a $3 billion payday from Microsoft for the failed attempt at merging. Second, Microsoft digs in and fights the FTC all the way to the Supreme Court. And looking at the state of the Supreme Court right now, a decision could have wide-reaching ramifications on antitrust law. 
Now, with all of that being said, I would take all of this with a pretty large grain of salt because it's mostly well-educated speculation, and it's unclear whether or not the FTC will actually appeal Corley's decision. So it'll be interesting to see if the FTC grows a spine and fights this or lets sleeping dogs lie. Continuing to follow the $68.7 billion acquisition of Activision Blizzard, the UK's Competition and Markets Authority has outlined how Microsoft can push the regulatory process along. While the CMA and Microsoft have postponed the appeals process with the Competition Appeal Tribunal, the CMA's original final decision is still in place, blocking the merger in the United Kingdom. To circumvent this, Microsoft has to restructure the merger with Activision Blizzard, which would lead to a new merger investigation, allowing Microsoft and Activision Blizzard to offer new remedies to regulators' concerns. A CMA spokesperson confirmed that these discussions are still in the early stages, and over the coming days, a clearer timeline of events will be revealed to the public. Ultimately, I have my doubts Microsoft will have to concede very much to get the CMA's approval a second time. All Microsoft has to do is jump through some arbitrary legal hoops at this point. Recently, the Video Game History Foundation conducted a study to figure out how much access the U.S. public has to classic video games. What the foundation found is that 87% of all classic games are unavailable, while 13% are available through re-releases, remakes, and officially supported emulation services. The Video Game History Foundation classified classic games as any game released between 1980 and 2010. The foundation further broke down availability of games per platform, showing that older platforms like 1982's Commodore 64 have abysmal availability in 2023, with only 4.5% of the Commodore 64's game library being available today. However, relatively newer platforms like 2000's PlayStation 2 have only managed to reach a 12% availability. The Video Game History Foundation points out that out of all the data they collected, there was no time period nor platform that rose above a 20% availability. The availability of early American silent films from 1900 to 1920 is around 14%, which is slightly higher than the 13% availability of all games from 1980 to 2010. The study further shows how the volatile video game market and archaic copyright laws have prevented preservation efforts, leading to lower classic game availability compared to media released over a hundred years ago. The Video Game History Foundation also warns that as time goes on, availability of classic games will continue to wane, pointing to the recent closure of the Nintendo 3DS and Wii U digital stores, which halved the availability of Game Boy games to just 5%. Overall, it's quite sobering to finally see quantifiably how bad the preservation of video games is, and are clearly on the brink of losing the complete history of gaming if it continues down this road. 
All right, well, that's it for today's episode of Let's Play. Make sure you subscribe so you can come back tomorrow for even more video game news. Follow us on TikTok at Let's Play Gaming News and leave us a podcast review on Apple Podcasts, Audible, Podcast Addict, CastBox, Podchaser, and Amazon. Story selection and writing by Aaron Pillen. You can follow him on Twitter at Lloyd underscore RNG. You can follow me on Twitter at Nate Benderama and catch me streaming on Twitch at twitch.tv slash limit break radio my name's nate bender keep listening hi i'm daniel founder of pretty litter did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain i learned this the hard way after losing my cat gingy so i created pretty litter a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors saving you money and potentially your cat's life Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.